0: Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga Athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Tennis anyone? That's what we're talking about this week on Mox on the Mic, both tennis programs. The men's and the women's are off to hot starts to begin the season. Brett Merzbacher and Kareem Hyatt of the men's team, they'll join us coming up a little later. We're going to kick it off this week with Chad Camper. He's in his sixth season as the women's coach here at UTC, and he joins us first on the mic. Coach, let's start off. Let's talk about what all you've got coming back. I want to, you've only got one senior on this club. This is relatively a young team. What are the challenges? When you have a a young tennis team like this one,
1: I kind of have three generations of of players. Emma Van Hees in her in her fifth year, or senior year, and she's kind of she's been here before the courts were even built, you know. And then I have you know the middle class that's been here for a few years, and then three uh, new players. So just kind of getting them all on the same page, uh, all on the same mission, especially in an individual sport like tennis, trying to get that team uh, idea in their head and what that means is very important right from the beginning.
0: Emma Van Hee has turned into such a tremendous player here, not just on the court, but in the classroom as well. Just a little bit about her and, and kind of how important she is to, to what you guys are, are trying to accomplish this year.
1: Yeah, she's kind of a quiet soldier. You know, she comes in, she gets her work done, you know. And when she wins, she just kind of nods her head, you know, and, and when she does well in the classroom, I always – you know, she's gotten 4.0s every semester here at Chattanooga. And I always tell her I don't expect that every semester. And I t- try to make as big a deal out of it as I can. But she's a leader without using words. Sometimes just her work ethic and her competitive spirit out there really motivates everybody else.
0: She sets an example, doesn't she? Yes, yes. Who needs to step up for you? Uh, you've got, again, you, you've got a mix of players coming back. Bringing in some some new players, you've got three newcomers on this roster. Who needs to step up? I I think they really already have. If you had asked me four months ago, I could have probably
1: had a few players. But this summer, in my this is my eleventh year of coaching, I think I had more players play tournaments in the off season than I ever have. Uh, So they all came in ready to go. I mean, I have players that I thought would play a little lower that are really coming out swinging here. You know, in practice, and I mean, I have. 10 players on my team that I feel comfortable with any of them in my starting six I mean I'm I'm as confident as I've ever been
0: is that something you encourage during the summer is hey get out there and compete
1: yeah not only for the tournament right to improve but it makes your practice is better you know if I know I have a tournament over the weekend you know or in two weeks I'm going to train harder every day because I know I have that term you know fear is a a great motivator. So knowing that I could go out there and and, and I got a a big tournament to play. And then the girls traveled together a little bit. So they got to hang out. So it's been, it was just great over the summer to see them competing on their own. And, and I think it really, they really grew into the great players I know they can be. And now we just got to put it to work in the season.
0: How do you determine who competes in a, in a tournament, who doesn't compete? Tell us a little bit about the competition that goes in during the week, in order to 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 represent, got to go on the weekend. Yeah, it's I guess it's a little bit like maybe taking a class in college. You know, you have
1: some tests that were worth worth more than others, and maybe homework didn't matter as much. I'd say day to day is important. Uh, just you know, every day coming out and giving all in the court, and then we have challenge matches that. You know, we take pretty serious and I like to just kind of watch those matches and see how I can improve their game. But nothing says nothing really shows me who you are in a match like actual matches. So as we we're starting to play our fall tournaments, seeing them compete against other teams and how they handle pressure and competitive a uh, competitive environment. I think that really sets the stage of where I make my lineup.
0: You got three freshmen on the roster. How much time do you anticipate them seeing, especially early in the season?
1: yeah right away I really think that all three are have a, a different value to the program and just getting used to college tennis and you know, I, I like to ask them sometimes like what's the one thing you're surprised in college tennis what's something you're surprised with and the majority of the answers I get is the ball always comes back and I think that's a great answer because in juniors they hit a great shot it doesn't come back on the court and in college people are making you play making you find a way so uh, every day has been a new adventure with, with the three new ones. They keep kind of changing in my lineup and I mean, good days and bad, but they're all three very competitive and they're adding a lot of depth to the program.
0: Emma, is it just a, a given that she's your number one?
1: No, I don't think anything's a given. Usually I would say you're
0: correct. There's somebody
1: that's always kind of the number one or the number three spot or the number one doubles. And everybody's, I've everybody's been impressive actually. Um, the freshmen have come in just as good in doubles as they were in singles which is shocking usually doubles you got to really sit down and teach them some things and they've come out really competitive so you know my
0: dad was in town
1: and he's always like what's your lineup going to be and i i have no clue and it's it's quite an adventure that way
0: now how soon do you how soon prior to the event do you figure it out do you do you go into game day knowing or is it one of those things that maybe happens during warmup and, and when do you figure it out? I would
1: say from the beginning of the week, I have a pretty good idea that I watch a couple things, how they may, how they may change. And just like any sport, like, you know, a basketball player, or a golfer, like they get hot, like you want them in that lineup and you want them in a certain spot. So sometimes I have players, I could tell them at the end of the week that are, playing very well, and and that might be something that changes. But also I think the mental part of the game, for the players to kind of know, hey, I'm playing three on Friday or I'm playing second doubles, is good for them to kind of rest a bit. You don't want them too much on the edge. You want them just enough where they're competitive but not too much where they're worrying. So,
0: I know Jesse Young came in and had a real impact for you when she was a freshman. She played well early on. Now you get her sister in Jada. How similar are they to each other in terms of their game?
1: Yeah, they both have very big games. They're very very aggressive games. Uh, I think maybe Jesse came in just a little more experienced than, than her sister Jada, but Jada's got some shots her sister doesn't quite have, and uh, but it's, it's been competitive. I don't have them play each other I, uh, here in practice. I feel like they probably have hit with each other enough in juniors that they, they don't even practice at the same time most of the time. Uh, so, But, yeah, everyone's got a big game. I mean, Nicole Abel's done a great job this week uh, or the, this uh, semester in practice. They're just, she continues to improve. And then I have Coco Bossman from the Netherlands that's uh, got a big serve, big game, and just trying to get all that to work here at the college level. So every day we're getting a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I wanted to ask uh, about your freshmen. So I'm, I'm glad that you, uh, that you touched on those. And your roster is made up of, Luke, you've got, you've got a core group of girls that come from the southeast, several from the state of Tennessee. But then you also have a group that is international. How has it been kind of merging those cultures together?
1: I think it's pretty exciting. I think it's fun when I watch the new players come in and if they be Americans or international players, how the older girls take them under their wing. And uh, Coco, for example, they like lost her luggage when she first flew here and like had flight delays. And, you know, I drop her off in her apartment and man, the team came running and they were like making sure she was taken care of. And her roommate Wilma, who's from Sweden on the team, took care of her. So just watching them kind of flock to take care of each other is, is, is pretty good but I think it's interesting to, to learn what they think about UTC and, and college tennis in America and it's I, I learn I'm 41 years old and I, I learn right along with them I, I really enjoy the experience
0: yeah Coco losing her luggage that's not a good thing she's one, so it's not like you can just go borrow clothes <laughs> from somebody else
1: yeah well also you know she's a, a really great Player, but you know it's like the parents that's their kid you know and they want to know they want that kid to have their luggage or whatever and but we got it and took care of it and figured it all out so just the one of the hiccups of life and, and but it, seeing them progress through each day and I think that, that's where adding that team aspect of them taking care of her in that situation or any freshman really speaks the volume of of how much the girls care about each other on our program
0: you guys head to Florida this weekend for the Stetson Invitational a little bit about the competition you're going to face there.
1: Yes, yeah, Stetson is always a great program. I like to kind of get out of the region a little bit in the fall and play some teams we're just not used to playing. I, I think it's kind of nice. We, so we stay in the region. We see each other a lot in the fall. But then uh, Georgia Southern, which uh, they won their um, conference in the Sunbelt last year, and he's one of my best friends. I coached underneath him when I first began coaching. He'll be there. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette, which my former number one's the assistant there. So I kind of got it in with quite a bit, but, but uh, quite a lot of them. But I really enjoy the hidden format and get down there in the heat and, and really grinding out and playing some tough tennis, get some tough competition. And that will really show me what my team's made of early on here.
0: Does it feel a little more normal this year?
1: It's funny. It's kind of, I think it feels normal and, it, and then it tricks you. And then out of nowhere, it's like you feel the same as you did last year. So it's a bit deceiving. I think last year we were all in this thing together and everybody's on the same page. And now I think some people are on different pages than others, which can make it a little more complicated.
0: What do you feel like you guys need to get accomplished? What do you need to see before the Southern conference championships in November?
1: A level that this program hasn't been at since I've been here. and I just It wouldn't take much. It's just a couple spots down low um, to improve at and a level of, of teamwork that I, that I haven't had quite yet, but we're knocking at the door. I can, I can, I can see it in practice. I can see moments of that brilliance. And if it could just come together in February, March, April, uh, this team, there's nothing this team can't do.
0: Tell me about the rest of the Southern conference. Uh, Who is the favorite
1: yeah. Furman's always tough. I mean, they've won the last, you know, so many years. Uh, so the, the, they're tough. They, they did lose their number one, but they recruit well and, and do well. Then they're, uh, I would say ETSU is always, always a team, you know, we, we kind of been doing well against them in doubles in a couple spots. So hopefully this year we can get a little bit closer, but Western Carolina has is, is really picked it up in the last couple of years. So everybody's good. And that's what makes the SoCon tennis is is unbelievable so I, I i like the competition i like that every match is an absolute battle and, and and i wouldn't have it any other way
0: coach good luck this year i know we will talk again sometime later on in the fall i'll look forward to it but uh, appreciate you giving us a little bit of time today
1: always a pleasure thank you so much
0: Chuck so Mersbacher is in his fifth season as the men's tennis coach his 33rd overall in Division I tennis. He was the 2019 Southern Conference Coach of the Year. He's with us this week on Mox on the Mic alongside Kareem Hyatt, a Charleston, South Carolina native who's making some big waves in Chattanooga's tennis. Here's our conversation with Coach Merzbacher and Kareem Hyatt. Appreciate you guys giving us a, a little bit of time today. Let's. Uh, I, I want to start off by going back to... To last weekend and kind of how the season got started for you guys up at UNCG, coach. Let's start with you. Tell me a little bit about the competition you guys saw to start the
2: season. Well, it was a little earlier than we normally had, just because uh, um, our biggest tournament that's coming up here is the regional, and uh, and they they played it almost a month. They're going to play it a month early, so we really needed to to get a tournament in. Um, so the guys really we had a our first full week of 20 hour practice. And, uh, and then we went right to Greensboro. So it was, it was a, a nice tournament to get right off, right off the bat, really, but um, to see where everybody was at. And, uh, and I brought this guy right here, Kareem, he just had a great summer and he had a great tournament. He's just very solid. And, uh, you know, they wanted to bring him on today. So let, thanks for letting me do that.
0: Kareem, you went 4-0 last weekend. Tell us a little bit about, uh, obviously, that's a that's a great start to the season. Tell us a little bit about uh, what it was like for you uh, to get back to competing.
3: Uh, it was good. I mean, it was pretty tough just for everyone on the team because we only got, like, three days of full practice before the event. So it was, like, more of a just to go out and compete and see where you are, not worry too much about winning, just give it your all. But it was good. I mean, I was with coach all summer, training and playing some matches, so I was pretty ready to go, and it showed. Yeah, I wanted to ask, how much were you able to play uh, over the course of the summer? Uh, from, from about the beginning of May to right before school started, we did uh, about three hours every day all summer except for Sunday.
2: Yeah, the, guy, the guy put in the work, Chris. He really yeah. did. He had a good summer work. He, he wore me out. Yeah, you,
0: a coach. It's almost like you sort of want to get through that first event just to kind of see what it's what it's like, and you really don't know what you what you really have until you get to to a competition like that. Do
2: you? Yeah, I think that. I mean, for me, is the most exciting is just now we have stuff to reflect on, um, what went well, what didn't, and with every single guy. You know, we have a lot of individual hitting that we do, so get ready to hit with kareem here in 15 minutes and we we'll just talk about the weekend what we want to do better what he wants to do better and and uh, and then start training for it so it's it's a it's just like taking that test that and then you find out you know where you missed on the and uh, go back and study
0: you guys have two big events coming up uh, coach tell us a little bit about the competition you're gonna face this weekend when you go to Knoxville and the ita ohio valley regionals
2: well that's that's probably the biggest one for these guys or it's it's uh regionally it's the biggest one and then kareem is, has done really well in that tournament um singles and doubles and uh i know he's geared up for it but it's it's our generally it's our top four six guys get in against you know everybody sec schools um, some big ten schools and some of the mid-majors in, in this region, so uh, it's a big one. If you win it, you qualify for a national championship that they play um, in California in November. So uh, it's a, it's a bigger draw, and you got to play all all week to get to where you want to go. But it's it's definitely the best of the of our region, uh, singles and doubles. So it's big. And then the next weekend we go to uh, Tulsa for the All-American Championships. And uh, right now we have three guys in that, and that's that's the best in the country. So Kareem will be there.
0: Kareem, let's talk about your journey from Charleston, South Carolina to Chattanooga. What? How did you end up going from one city on the water
3: to another city on the water? I was kind of just by coincidence. I mean, I just finished having a good summer and uh, my, after my junior year of high school, and I was kind of looking for for some schools couldn't really find anything and then my coach down in Charleston was up here coaching like a big junior tournament and he knew coach here and talked to him kind of just set it all up and then coach came watched me play I came and visited and I knew that this was the spot for me so it was all done in about a few weeks (laughs) that was good how do you feel like you've improved uh, as a player since you've been here I definitely feel I'm like I'm a much smarter player than I was four years ago, three years ago. And I feel like I'm much like more willing to grind and be physical as well as just like uh mentally stable throughout the whole match. <laughs> like concentration, keeping my head level and coaches had a big part of that. There's only two seniors
0: uh, on this squad, the guys like yourself and and Simon and Rodriguez. Do you guys feel you feel like you guys have to kind of step into some of those leadership roles?
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, just this past week, uh, me and Rodriguez have definitely stepped up and like let everyone just in in competition and in practice. And, yeah, I thought it was going to be harder than it was, but. I mean, all the guys are good, so it's not too hard. Coach, that's got to make you feel good, knowing a you're going to have these
0: guys for a little while longer, but to see them step up and and assume those kind of roles now, it's got to make you feel good about where your program is and where you're headed.
2: Well, these these guys are raised well. I mean, they got to give credit to their parents. I mean, they they're just gentlemen. They work hard. They come to practice every day. They, you know, they're they're emerging as leaders right when we need them the most, and and. Uh, you know that's what you want. In your program is just, you know, guys grow and move up and 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 take that role and 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 uh, they're they're all about helping everybody. These guys are selfless and they care about each other and and uh, you know I think uh, it's it's gone real well. It's, I I couldn't ask for better guys to 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 lead the team. So he's and I think Chris someday You guys will watch this guy on TV. He's a I feel like he could be one of the best doubles players in the nation so we he's got great he has has great goals to after school and, and uh somebody to keep an eye on
0: green tell us about those goals what do you want to
3: do after school
2: uh well tennis
3: wise i'm hoping to be top 20 top 50 in the world for doubles um make some money get to travel see the world um, if that doesn't work out, then I could always be a tennis coach somewhere because I feel like I'm really good at that from the experience I've had of coaching already. Um, or if not, then I could be a trainer somewhere since I'm an exercise science major. Talk to me about playing doubles. I
0: find that fascinating. Just in the teamwork that goes on with you guys on the court, you almost have to have a sixth sense, don't you? Of have- where he's
3: going so you know you've got to be where you're supposed to be yeah definitely I mean we practice we'll like have certain rules that we go by and then you play with someone long enough you know their tendencies where they're going to go what they expect you to do so that's why we just stick to like what we normally do because then if I know my partner's doing a certain shot I can anticipate and get ready for the next ball and it normally works out it helps to have those reps with the
0: same guy, right? Same partner. I mean, the more you spend on the court with somebody, the more it helps, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, in the past six or seven months, I've had three different doubles partners. But Coach has done a good job of getting us the reps in so that I'm ready and kind of know my partner enough to trust them in big moments. And it's worked out pretty well, especially this past weekend.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he played really well with Simon. He played with Simon this weekend. And it looks like a, a darn good team. Coach, let me ask you now about the
0: Southern Conference. And give me give me an idea of, of what you guys are going to face uh, later on in the year once you get into the, uh, to the conference tournament.
2: Well, I'm glad we're hosting the tournament. We're actually going to host it for the next three years. So we're excited about that, having a home – event um, up at Champions club so we're excited about that but I think uh, we've got some growing to do I think uh, we got some guys that just need matches and get once they get some experience in playing once we have a good fall and uh, by, we, by the time we get to the conference tournament I think uh, we definitely know we can play in the top three and, and and once we get once we get to that level then we just gotta to you know take care of business. Um, there there's some good teams at the top, but we were one of them.
0: Is Ryan the only newcomer you've got?
2: You just have the one? Yeah, we just really didn't have a lot of turnover with, with uh, guys coming back, the super seniors, I guess. And, uh, um, yeah, we, we only lost uh, – it was a big loss, but, you know, Turner Voges. And um, so Ryan came. He's, uh, he's an Ohio guy like myself. is actually his dad played and his uncle at Bowling Green in Ohio there. And I knew them. And he's a nice addition, real smart player, uh, won the state tournament in Ohio in doubles. And uh, he finished top eight in the Midwest championships this summer and, and uh, guys love him. I mean, he's just, he's really a really smart player. He's a get a little stronger in the weight room, but he's doing all he can right now. Coach Kareem,
0: thanks for the time.
2: We will do this again, gentlemen. All right. Thanks for your time, Chris. Thank you. Thanks to Kareem
0: and both head coaches for joining us this week. And thanks to you for listening. Remember, if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe. We appreciate your five star ratings and your reviews. This has been the 84th episode of Mox on the Mic, and none of it is possible without the help of Jim Horton and Wee Hunt and Corey Belonzi. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth. Join us again Mox on the Mic. Until then, oh my. Thanks for listening to Mocks on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.